Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the Sydney Thunder get their big bash campaign underway tonight against the Brisbane Heat at Monica Oval. A vengeance game, perhaps, after they were knocked out in last year's final in that eliminator by the Brisbane side. And hopefully that pitch at Monica is well covered this time and it's not rain-affected. Dan Christian is the assistant coach of the Thunder and pleased to say he's on the line right now. G'day, Dan. G'day. Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure. Firstly, 56 games down to 40. It's going to be even more a bridge next year. Do you sense that the competition now has almost like a new sense of meaning, that, that the games individually mean a bit more, and the final now cut from five to four? Well, yeah, you can't get off to a slow start, can you, with the, with the reduced amount of games? Um, and yeah, I like the idea of it. I think I think it's probably felt like it's dragged out a little bit the last few years. So, um, yeah, the, each game's going to have probably a little bit more meaning than what it has in the last couple Tell us about how the squad's shaping up. Cam Bancroft, of course, a big-name off-season recruit. Liam Harcher, good to see him here in the Sydney Thunder colours. He'll add some pace to that lineup, And Ollie Davies as well, you know, wonderful in the shield so far this year. I think he's got that finger injury. How's he placed at the moment? Yeah, he's done OK. He's got through training and he's, and he's been looking pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, as you say, Bancroft and Hatcher are going to be really handy additions. Liam was great for the, for the start of last year and Bancroft's been fantastic for the for the Scorchers and obviously playing some great cricket in all forms. So, yeah, they're, they're really handy additions, those blokes. And Ollie, Ollie's just going from strength to strength as well. He's got 100 in the Sheffield Shield um, earlier this year and, um, yeah, seems to be improving all the time. So, um, yeah, adding those blokes in and, and our younger guys just getting that little bit more experience as well. But uh, the squad's shaping up really well. Um, you throw in Alex Hales, who's you know, one of the best 2020 players in mm. the world, and, and Zaman Khan, our other overseas, who's a fantastic death bowler, got a really unusual action, comes a bit side on, a little bit like Lassith Malinga used to, so um, he'll uh, he'll hopefully be a handful for a few people as well. Yeah, Hales, of course, uh, he's the gun in that middle order, isn't he? You know, And you used him with your platinum pick, so you didn't have to use your attention option at uh, 245 runs in nine matches last season, striking at 141. Just, just on, on Bancroft, what was the thinking behind getting him to the Thunder? Was it purely for his exploits at the top of the order? Was it sort of to, to add a bit of experience and leadership to the group? What was so attractive about yeah. getting Cameron Bancroft to the Thunder? Combination and just the fact that he's been a part of that that successful Scorchers team. So, um, yeah, you know, we've seen how good they've been the last... Well, the whole as long as the Big Bash has been going, they've been successful. So, so yeah, the boys have been picking his brain already about the way that they go about things, and um, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully we can try and employ a couple of those little little ideas that, that he's come up with, and just his his presence around the group as well, knowing that knowing that he's um, 
had that success and he's been scoring so many runs as well. It's, um, yeah, it's nice to have that, that sort of calm experience as well. And now you've got Chris Green, who for so many years has been the face of the Thunder and uh, it's a very pretty face as well, of course. He has captained before, full-time <laughs> captain this year, made his Australian debut. Uh, I always wonder about players, Dan, and you'd be well-placed to answer this, having represented your country, you come back at domestic level. I mean, how do you feel as a player? Do you feel a better player? Do you feel a responsibility to kind of impart that knowledge on the group? Um, it's, yeah, you, you definitely feel, um, you definitely feel, I wouldn't say the responsibility to put, to impart that experience back on the group, but, but you definitely come back a better player because you've spent that time training with and, and playing against the best players in the world. So, um, it, it's definitely a wonderful experience, even if you don't, even if you don't get on the park that often, just being in the nets with the guys and being in the change room with the guys like that's invaluable. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Greeny will, Greeny will you know, show that, that um, you know, it's been a really beneficial experience for him and, and a great a great reward too for the hard work that he does off the field. Um, you know, we all see what he does on the field and how competitive he is and, and how big he is for the Sydney Thunder. But, yeah, great reward for the work that he does off the field. He, he you know, busts his backside in the gym. He's always in the nets working hard. Um, yeah, so so really pleasing for him. Yeah, and the same could be applied too to, to Tanvir Sanger. I mean, that invaluable World Cup experience he got. The boys don't sort of just casually have a bit of the Aussie gear on at training. You know, the great cricketer lads say, well, you know, it's like <laughs> when you wear your New South Wales gear when you're playing premier cricketer, grade cricket, it's a real alpha move. Please tell me that I do that. <laughs> no, they don't, no. Um, although the boys did see that Greeny had, he, he had an Australian kit bag in the back oh. of the <laughs> <laughs> Just as he was changing over into his Thunder stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be doing that too. Uh, Nathan McAndrew, he's had a good year, hasn't he? He has. He's been fantastic for the uh, for the Redbacks down there. He's been taking lots of wickets and um, chipping in with the bat where he needs to. And yeah, he's been really good and obviously well rewarded too with that Australia A selection last week. So, um, yeah, we're, we're we're looking pretty strong, I think, all across the board. As I was saying earlier, those um, a lot of those guys that have been, um, you know, in the team for a long time now, they've they've started to get a, a lot more experience, and they're and they're you know really coming into their own and, and starting to dominate first class cricket now too. So you know, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a, um, you know, be far away for him to start doing really well in the 2022. What about Davey Warner? Dan won't be available until after the Pakistan Test Series. We finally saw him return to Thunder Colours last season. A likelihood to, to have a trundle at some point? Hopefully, yeah. He um, Hopefully he does really well in those Test matches too, but we've, we've seen how good yeah. he is in, in white ball and how good he's been in the, in the last 12 months in white ball for Australia. So um, to be able to add him in, after the test matches will be will be huge. We've got Alex Hales right up until the end of of the regular yeah, season, yeah. and then he's off to play in another competition. So we'll miss him for um, we'll miss him for the finals. But yeah, to be able to bring in someone like David with his experience, he'll be um, yeah that'll be valuable as well. How's your fitness holding up? If there's an injury crisis, you prepared to, to dust off the boots? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm fit enough, but am I mentally prepared to do it? Oh. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not required. <laughs> uh, a lot of talk about Cameron Bancroft. You know, is he going to be the man to replace David Warner once Davey eventually calls time in his test career? And we've seen this battle between him and, and Harris and, of course, Matty Renshaw. Suggestions maybe Mitch Marsh could be an option. Uh, you know, I wonder if it's a case of picking specialist openers there, Daniel, or whether you, you go for a batter that, you know, strikes in a similar mould to David Warner to sort of keep that momentum at the top of the order. 
Oh, personally, I'd go for, for one of those three, either Harris, Bancroft or, or Renshaw. Um, they've, all, they've all got runs on the board in, in Sheffield Shield cricket at different stages. Um, and they're, and they're, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they're slow by any means with their strike rates either. They all, they all like hitting the ball and, and all like attacking. And they, you know, but if they have to shut up shop, they can do that as well. So um, I personally think we should, go for, we should go for a like-for-like in terms of an opener. Um, rather than a rather than a hitter as such, um, and even if it's not, even if one of those miss out, there's you know Usman Khawaja's um, you know the same age as David Warner, so he's mm. probably going to move on in the next couple of years as well. So I'm sure one of those other boys that that don't get the opportunity when Dave mm. comes in, they're going to get an opportunity at some stage as well. A suggestion by Mitchell Johnson, maybe it's the perfect time to unleash Lance Morris. You know, Andrew McDonald said, you know, we don't gift baggy greens. It's going to be hard to break up the holy trinity of Stark Cummins Hazelwood. You know, is it a case of, and given that each test has extra value, given the World Test Championship cycle too, Dan, is it a case of, well, you know, the wild thing's just got to bide his time or is there a merit to saying, you know, now's the time on a home track to unleash him? No, I think those other boys have, have got first dibs. Um, and then, and then, you know, Scott Boland's obviously in there as well, who's done a fantastic job whenever he's got the opportunity. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's just, you know, unfortunately the way it is for Lance at the moment, those he's got, you know, three of those three are going to go down as three of Australia's best ever fast bowlers. So, yeah. um, you know, I think he's just going to have to just going to have to bide his time and um, and you know, learn hopefully learn as much as he can just from being in the squad around those blokes. And what about this game that we saw on Sunday night? Six point five overs. You would have seen the the footage of it. That ball just spraying everywhere. You know they did their best to try and get a game, but it was very dangerous. You can see the reaction there of Josh Inglis and even Quentin de Kock. I mean, have you been in a situation like that before, Dan? Where a bit of water seeped on the pitch and you thought, oh, we might give this a go, only for you to wheel the wheel and think, no, nah, no, thank you. I care for my health too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I've um, I've never played in a game where it's, where it's been called off due to the due to safety concerns with the pitch. Um, so yeah, that was pretty surprising, uh, pretty surprising to see, and, and disappointing really too, because it's a it's a good ground down there in Geelong. They always get a good crowd. And, um, people the people love going out there and watching the Renegades play. So um, yeah, disappointing for them and, and disappointing for the competition, I guess. So uh, hopefully they can sort that out. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much for your time on the program this morning, Dan. The Thunder and the Heat gets underway tonight, uh, 7.15 local time. And hopefully the Sydney Thunder can start their Big Bash season with a win. Thanks, Dan. Cheers. Thanks, guys. There he is. Dan Christian, assistant coach of the Sydney Thunder.